Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power, and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adit. I'm a therapist, a mindset coach, and I want to partner with you so we can heal your life together. Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, Adit, your host. I'm so glad you're here today. We are going to talk about boundaries, and I'm going to give you three tips slash mindset strategies to really hold on to when you're setting boundaries. Before we dive in, I just want to thank you all for tuning in today, taking the time out of your busy lives to take some time out for yourself and really use this show as a way to support your healing, your growth, and your life's journey wherever you are. I welcome you. I am so proud of you. No one has said that recently to you. I hope that you really receive that. And most importantly, I hope that you are proud of yourself. Um, If you are tuning in, that is a good indication that you are someone who is invested in yourself, in your journey, in your well-being. And once we start taking care of ourselves and taking that accountability to heal, to grow, to really evaluate ourselves, then that really helps the other people in our lives. It helps so many things. It just doesn't stop at yourself and of course, most importantly, it's about you. But when we start to heal ourselves, we really start to heal our communities. We help our families, generations to come. And so when you're doing this work, it's really uh, just admirable. I really admire folks who take the time out to take care of their well-being, their mental health, and really uh, take the time out to invest in their healing and growth. Now, without further ado, I just want to take also a moment to shout out some countries that are tuning in. I love seeing where you're listening from. So wherever you are in the world, you know, I just want to take a moment to just visualize where you are and thank you for tuning in. Um, I do see on the podcast stats that you're tuning in from Japan all the way out in Mexico, Portugal, hello friends out in Germany, in Canada and my biggest folks who are tuning in are in the United States from all over in different parts of the US thank you Um, friends out in Australia and New Zealand and Norway just want to thank you all for taking the time out to listen to this podcast show now now let's dive into the three tips number one most of the time many of us are quick to say yes. When someone is asking of our time, when they're maybe inviting us somewhere or at work, you're asked to take on a new project, uh, there's a automatic response, especially for folks who struggle with people pleasing and just wanting to be nice. And, um, you know, oftentimes, you know, we also think we don't have a choice that we're forced to almost say yes, Uh, just becomes automatic. And we say yes right away, even if we don't 
want to go or if we don't think we can take on that new project for whatever reason we just end up saying yeah sure or I'll I'll be there um, you know it's these quick automatic yes in whatever form you end up replying it tends to be basically not slowing that down and that's my tip for you is slow down your yes I'm not saying say no I'm saying slow down to be intentional about intentional about what you're saying yes to. Often we're not really slowing it down enough to see does it even fit in our schedule? Like are we over committing? I know I'm guilty of that. I've double booked, triple booked myself sometimes and the guilt that comes with having to cancel the other two things, ugh, it's just like far worse. And instead, if I just slow down my yes to really double check my schedule and get back to the person, I would have avoided all that. But I didn't. And when you know better, you do better. So next time when someone's asking you something, inviting you or asking you to take on something or show up for them, just slow it down. Just say something like, you know, that sounds really great. Let me get back to you soon about that. Um, You could say also, let me double check my schedule and I'll get back to you. Um, You could say, you know, you can say no if you really do know that it's not something you have either the time or the space for. Um, And so you can say no and, you know, respectfully decline and say thank you so much for the invitation or I really appreciate you thinking of me. Unfortunately, I won't be able to attend. Unfortunately, I won't be able to come. Uh, Thank you so much for... um, you know, thinking of me for this project, I can't take anything else onto my plate at the moment. Now, if it's work-related and it really does become difficult to say no, then I would go back to your manager, supervisor, whoever, and say, I can take this on only if I can take something else off. At this time, my plate is full, so I need your help to help me reprioritize all the tasks that are on my plate. I won't be able to take something new on without taking something else off. So that's another way you can kind of negotiate. But again, that's a way that you slow down your yes. Um, You know, if you're asked to take on a project and you can say, um, I might need your help reevaluating how I can fit this onto my plate um, and then coming back to them and saying, yeah, it looks like my plate is full and I need some support in reprioritizing taking this on um, and so what else I can take off and then let that go you know slow down your yes and uh, once you're really intentional you become really uh, much more in control of your life (laughs) you know because you're saying yes to the things that really matter to you and that might mean also like that doesn't mean that things you're saying no to don't matter the people don't matter it's just you can't do it all. Um, we try to as humans and then we burn ourselves to the ground or we end up overcommitting and disappointing people and then we feel guilty and it's just a sick cycle we get stuck in. So instead of just doing all of that and, and putting yourself through that, just from the beginning, slow down your yes, get back to people you know, shortly or when you can. Um, don't feel that internal pressure to say yes right away or if you do feel it acknowledge it recognize it's there and then do something different by saying hey I'll get back to you soon I'm not sure yet and that's it and that's it it really can make such a huge difference slow down your yes 
The second tip I have for you is to is when setting a boundary, use I statements. It's rarely ever about the other person. Um, when we do personalize it and we get defensive in setting a boundary, that uh, never feels good for anybody. Um, so avoid saying you statements like um, you need to stop calling me, you drive me crazy, you are just unleashing a lot of uh, drama on me and I don't want to hear it. Like all of that stuff is all about you, 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 about the other person. Um, and rarely does the that ever go well, right? So instead, I want you to remember using I statements. Setting a boundary is about you and what you need and expressing that. And boundaries are meant to keep people in your life. So it's really actually an invitation for people to be able to stay and meet you where you're at and give you what you need and vice versa, giving that same respect back to other people when they're setting a boundary with you. Um, if we can stop personalizing when people state their boundary, we can all be in a much more healthier place uh, mentally, emotionally, in our relationships. So when you are expressing your boundary, uh, you could say things like, I need some time before answering your call. I won't be able to pick up uh, right away. I am currently busy or however much you want to explain depending on the person. Remembering you don't have to over explain yourself either. I, I do know that for some people in my life, I do like to explain. I like to share. Um, I like to let them in and that's information for them to get to know me more. Um, so those are the closest people to me, the people in my circle, the people I talk to on a regular basis. Um, so family, my husband, uh, my best friends, uh, those are the people that really kind of get that more information because I want to give it. Now, whenever you feel pressure to, that's where you want to pull back because not everyone needs to know your why. Not everyone needs to know why you're not able to get to the phone or to call them back um, or for whatever reason you're setting that boundary. Um, but remember using your I statement and express what you need from them and uh, it's more about you. So you would say something like, I need to take this time uh, to really reflect and I won't be available for the next week. Um, you know, I can't uh, at the moment take your call. I will call you back as soon as I'm able to. Things like that. Um, if you want someone to stop complaining or, you know, venting to you, you just let them know, hey, I, I'm in a place where I'm emotionally not... Um, Again, depending how much you want to share, but I would prefer if we not talk about... XYZ, whatever it is. Um, I just don't want to hear that anymore moving forward in our conversation. It's not healthy for me, right? So you're stating the I statement, what you need, and set that and say that to them because people don't know. So they're just going to keep doing what they're doing. And if you don't interrupt it, it's just going to continue to the point where you're going to build resentment and it eventually pushes the person away, which is why boundaries is about keeping the people in your life. So the resentment doesn't build and the relationship becomes respectful um, and both people know what the other person needs and you can give it to each other rather than just kind of pushing each other's buttons and eventually it turns into a fight, it ends the relationship. It never really goes well. Uh, resentment is never fun um, to hold on to. So, and it doesn't help any relationship. 
So use your I statements next time setting a boundary. Express what it is that you need and say that to the person kindly, respectfully. Um, and how they react to that is not for you to take care of. That's not for you. How they're feeling, um, you know, is again, depending on the person, I mean, you can be there in some way, but really that is for them. Um, oftentimes we worry too much about how people will react, but that's their work. The same way you're working on yourself is the same way other people need to work on themselves too. And if you continue to try to quote unquote rescue them from their feelings and they're, how are they ever going to learn or how are they ever going to really, um, it's just enabling that cycle. Uh, so they're going to continue doing what they're doing. Um, but instead, let them sit in their feelings. It's okay if someone feels angry or guilty or sad or disappointed in you. Um, you work on that for yourself, whatever feelings you feel from that, and they need to do the same for themselves. Um, that is an interdependent healthy relationship where we're not taking on each other's emotions to try to fix or solve. Um, we're there to actually be a support system, but we're not there to be the holders of another person's experience. We're there to be a witness to it. And lastly, my third tip for you is more of a mindset to hold on to throughout setting boundaries and just kind of a life tip in general um, to remember that you own your time. No one else owns your time. So what you do with your time is completely up to you. That is your right as a human being to own your time. And of course, you know, many of us have to work to live, to eat, to pay bills. Um, so in some ways, we don't 100% own our time um, because our employers, you know, if it's not a job we love, we feel like, okay, well, I owe my time. But at, at the same time, you're getting paid, right? So you're getting a return on your time. And that's the thing to remember is, how you're choosing your time is going to be the thing that empowers you to have control over your life. When you give your time away uh, to emails, to social media, to over uh, indulging in binge shows or whatever, uh, if it's something you don't genuinely want to do but you're doing it anyways, well, the, the other thing, whatever it is, is owning your time. So the email servers, the, um, you know, the text messages, the phone calls, the Netflix, the whatever is owning you. Um, but if you're choosing intentionally and reminding yourself, I own my time. So if I want to sit and binge, you know, whatever show, I want to do that. Great, do it. Trust me, I have my shows <laughs> I binge watch and I love it. Um, if you don't want to reply right away to a text, this took me a long time, don't. I would feel so guilty the second my phone rang, the second I got a text, I'd be like, oh, I, I, I would think about it until I replied back. And I, I just didn't need to do that. I wish someone would told me um, the world doesn't end without, you know, this like pressure to put on yourself to reply right away. People can wait. Um, in the same way, you know, if someone doesn't respond back to you quickly enough or, you know, at the time you want, that's okay. Don't take it personal. They too might also want to just take their time and when they feel ready to respond, they will. Um, and the same way, just remembering like you own your time, other people own their own time and don't let anyone take that away from you. You are in control of your day. You are in control of your time and any time you feel like 
you're drained, you're feeling resentment, that's a trigger, that's a teacher. Uh, it's, it's a moment to reveal to yourself that somewhere in that you're not allowing yourself to own your time. Someone or something is owning your time and that's probably what is driving you bananas. Um, so look for whatever that thing is and work to interrupt that cycle and own back your time. With that, friends, I hope that this episode has been helpful to you. I want you to think of one person in your life, a friend, a family, a coworker, someone who would find this episode helpful, someone just like you who's on their healing and growth journey, and share this episode with them. Copy the link, send it in a text, and let them know why. This is a great way to connect through a positive means with each other. We need more of that in the world. Let them know why you're thinking of them for this episode, what maybe stood out to you, and have a conversation about it. It's a great way to open up dialogue with your friends, with your family about boundaries and about what they need and then gives opportunity for for everyone in the relationship to share what they need from each other. I'll meet you here back next week. I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your day, week, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Take good care of yourselves and take good care of each other. Thank you so much for listening to the Therapeutic Life Healing Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please take a moment right now and think of one friend you can share your biggest aha moment from this episode. And if you haven't already, please leave me a review. I read each and every single one of them. I know you're someone who values helping others. And by taking these actions, you help me help more people. And as a thank you, I would love to send you my free squirrel quiz to help you discover your unique life balance and boundaries. You can access this free quiz by going to aditsi.com and signing up. I hope you find the moments of peace throughout your week you so deserve. Be well, friend, and see you next Friday.